Friends, famous Ashley Grant here. I'm so excited because I have Coach Caroline from RunRx here today. Caroline, welcome to the show. Hey, Ashley. So, tell us a little bit about your website and what it is that you do. So, uh, me and my partner have a website, uh, RunRx.fit. She is a uh, running coach. She teaches techniques, so how to actually run correctly, and there is a correct way to run. I am her business partner, and I started with her uh, mostly because I just knew the back end, and I knew she had a fantastic product, and I wanted to share it. I'm a I'm a recovering runner. I had when I met her, I had had two, both of my knees scoped, not from running, just from old age and uh, having young puppy dogs. I've got uh, Dalmatians, and they just happened to take me on the wrong side of my knees. But uh, I met her started working with her and then through working with her and through some other people uh, getting to know people like you and our, our coworkers that we, that we both work with who introduced us. Um, I started seeing a commonality in people's mindset. And so I went ahead and became a mindset coach. And so now she helps you with technique and I help you with mindset because there is a whole lot of mind drama that goes about learning a new movement. Now, I actually want to back up for just a second. So you became a mindset coach. How exactly did that transpire? Because if I'm not mistaken, didn't you go to the uh, the life coaching school? Right. I went through the life coach school with Brooke Castillo um, and got her certification. They teach what's called the model, which is very similar to basically things you'd even find with like Socrates. Like this isn't anything new, just the way she, the way it's taught and the way she gives you the ability to then use it as your own. And what I really love about it is that circumstances are just are there there. You can't change it. Right. Everybody in the world would agree like that. I am wearing black pants. Right. So that is a fact. It can't be disputed. But if I say black pants make me look heavy, that's a thought. Okay, not everybody would agree. There are some people that would say, girl, you look fabulous, right? There are other people that would say, oh, no, you're right, that you do look fat. Right? So, so that's a thought. So people get into their head. A great one is, I'm a slow runner. I can't run. I have bad knees. That's not a fact. I don't care how slow you think you are. That's not a fact because there are people that are slower than you. There are things about who you are that it's just not a fact. So we get in this tunnel vision of, no, 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 I can't change it. It's a circumstance. It's a fact. No, it's a thought. And the beauty of thoughts is you can change your thoughts. You can choose to think something differently. And that's what really got me into it, seeing how we as runners, we as as uh, entrepreneurs, and I was working a lot with business owners about money and even um, with my I have a full-time job, so I, I work with teams that I can't make any more money or I can't do that in my job. No, that's just a thought. Really, it's just a thought. <laughs> and so I work with you from there. So now I'm curious, how is it that you went from getting into the life coaching realm to suddenly working online? Like how did online content creation come to be? So the, what was wonderful is when I met Valerie, 
she was coaching only in person. So she would do small groups of coaching or one-on-one coaching. And she had at the time a fairly big following for Instagram. This is 2018. She had about 3,500, 35,000 followers on Instagram at the time. Uh, very little with Facebook, but Instagram was her main thing. She was uh, every day, sometimes twice a day, would put out these videos, very short, quick videos of a skill, a drill, you know, a, a strength or a self-care, which is what we base everything on. And she had, what, if you would pay her to do a gait analysis, you would send her a video or she would videotape you, right? Actually, I think, I think she would videotape you for the most part. And then she would respond back to you, your gait analysis, what you were doing wrong, what you needed to fix. And then she would send you, it was so funny, she would uh, message you a PDF of the things you needed to work on, which was the pose, fall, pull, which is the gait cycle that we teach. So I meet with her. She videotapes me. She does the gait analysis. I apologize if you hear my dogs, they're barking. Um, she does the gait analysis. And I said, okay, so what do you do with all these people that are like sending all this information into you? I don't know. I said, well, I had to fill out a form. Do you have that list? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm laughing and I go up to her site and her site was very like, not at all what she did. Right. It was just very like hit a button and join my mailing list or do this. And she was, I think, said, selling the gate analysis for an, an unbelievably low amount. And, and I said, okay, first off, can we, we got to fix your, your website. Then we got to find out what's happening with this list because you have all these people out there that you're not engaging and you have this following, like, how do we, how do we cultivate that? So I met her in August by November. We had already grown her. She was quickly approaching a hundred thousand followers by just changing her social media to like, go to my website, um, interact with me. Right. Um, get a gate analysis by clicking here. <laughs> And then we, we took all of her content, uh, like I took her idea, her PDF, and turned it into an online training. She had like day one, she had five days, right? So let's create it as five videos. And so people would come through this free training, give us their email. And so that's how we started. And I think it was November, it was a Black Friday sale. I said, let's go ahead and sell your gate analysis. And you're selling it for way too low, but I'll go ahead and and do a promotion for you. So we went out to her social media following and her list at the time, which what was so amazing is she didn't even realize she had about 2,500 people on her list. <laughs> so <laughs> I sent out this, this thing to 2,500 people and I put it on her face, on her Instagram and said, uh, Black Friday sale, you know, go ahead and sign up. We had 75 people sign up and she made about $3,000. And she was like, oh, my God, I've never made that much money, you know, ever, like for anything. So um, at the time I was I was working on becoming more of an entrepreneur and we realized that I was her integrator. I was her uh, the rocket fuel is the book that uh, cultivated that idea. And I said, would you want to be business partners? And she said, yes. And from then on, like we went on to build a course, which we launched. Um, that course has now become a membership, which actually is going to turn back into a course. But we've been cultivating um, an online presence through social media, all through social media, all online for since 2018. So we're going on three years now. All online. Wow. 
And it, it's like exploded over the last couple of years. In fact, uh, oh, it's going to get even bigger uh, now that we're out of the COVID stuff. Um, we're really like focusing all the stuff that we've been doing. Like, I, there's a phrase in in the industry in my industry of audio and video called Rube Goldberg, where you basically you know you duct tape things together. So <laughs> you know, I've been like duct taping everything together, and now we're actually going to look at it in its totality and really try to help more people and make a bigger impact. That's why we're going back to a course. That's amazing. And so now one of the things that kind of transpired along the way is you were doing all the social media content and then you launched a podcast. Can you tell me yeah. a little bit about that? So, um, like I said, we met in 2018, we started the courses in 2019. Um, it was right about t- 2019 to 2020 where she and I, we lived in the same town but we don't have an office. So what we do is we call Starbucks our office. And every weekend we meet at Starbucks and we always joke with our husbands. We say, oh, I'll be an hour, three hours later, we both go home, right? Um, Because we just can't not talk about running. Um, And at the time I was coming back from running. So I would ask her questions like, well, what if I can't run a cadence at 180? Like, I just can't do it. What if I'm what if I can't run 10 minutes? Like I was asking the questions and giving her the feedback of our students. Right. And she's giving me these great thoughtful answers and I'm trying to write them down and I'm trying to add them to our copy and um, trying to answer the questions to our students. But I realized, God, it would be so great if I could just record these conversations is really what happened. So I said, why don't we start in early 20? Yeah, I think it was 2020. Um, I said, let's start a podcast. So basically what we do is we sit down for a couple hours. I ask her the questions that have come up and kind of keep her on track and focused. And we have podcasts now. I try to keep them at about 10 to 15 minutes because if I don't keep her on task, we, like I said, they could talk for three hours about running and it would be all over the place. And you'd be like, okay, you started with breathing now you're talking about strength training. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. So we really try to make it bite-sized and focus you on doing something each week. And then I added to that a secondary podcast. So we have on Fridays, we post Valerie and I together. On Tuesdays, we post Just Me, where I kind of try to co- coincide with what we've been talking about. But I call it Tough Love Tuesdays because in our membership, everybody just gets into their head. I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. That person is, that person is so much better than me. I'm like, they've been working on this for six months. Of course they're better than you. Right. So I try to get into their, into what they're thinking their mindset is about learning this new movement. So we have kind of the dual, the dual podcast, but it's mindset and technique. And we call it the mental side of running. What I like about your Tough Love Tuesday, because I've actually listened to several of those episodes, what I love about the Tough Love Tuesday is even though a lot of it is geared towards running, so much of it is helpful for other aspects of life. Like even with blogging, like, I, I, you know, I'm a blogger. It's what I do for a living. And some of the things that you'll say, I'll be like, huh, I can use that for blogging. And, you know, the interesting thing is people say these days that podcasting is the new blogging. What do you think about that? Um, A hundred percent, because... Uh, most of the blogs that I've written, most of my Tough Love Tuesdays come from literally free, free flowing I'm gonna, blah, 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 over my words. Right. Um, and if I could just that's that's what happens is I either write it out and then record it or I record it and then turn it into some sort of a post. And it's easier. Um, I'm not a fast reader for me to if I needed to catch up on lots of different ideas. I can't read while I drive. I can't read while I do the gardening. I can't read while I'm on the Peloton. 
but I can it, listen to podcasts. I can get those updates from people. And I am a podcast junkie. Like I don't even listen to TV as much anymore. I'm just, all my podcasts are lined up in a row and I'm actually getting annoyed because longer and longer podcasts, you know, I love long format interviews because it's so much better than that three or 10 minute segment that you're talking to that person about. You really find out, wow, I didn't know about their history. I didn't know that's where they came from. I didn't know those were their thoughts and their feelings. And maybe it was somebody that I didn't think I'd like. And I wind up going, oh, actually, I kind of like them. And then you look them up and you learn more. But that now I have like six, three-hour podcasts that <laughs> I can't keep up on every day. So it gets very difficult. <laughs> no, I actually, um, I was just talking about this. I, one of the clients that I work for is RSS.com. I, I host their podcast, Podcasting 101. And uh, I, I gave away in our, our latest episode uh, a dirty little secret of mine. What I do is when I'm listening to podcasts, I speed up the time. I download oh, it. I've been doing that. Too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I, I speed it up to at least 1.5 or 1.75. And then the other thing I do, if I can't listen to it as fast as I want to, is I also will download the episode, put it into Otter. Otter AI, the transcript thing. Oh, right. So that I get the transcript and the audio and I can like zip through it really, really fast and catch all those golden nuggets. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's really what it is. But you, I, I now get to the point where not only do I do that with my podcast, I'll do that with my audibles as well. Like I can't even read books anymore. I'm so obsessed with, and I know multitasking isn't a thing, but I do it all the time. So I put on my headset. And I turn on my podcasts and I'll and I'll cue them up. I get really mad if iTunes screws up my cue, but I'll cue them up in a certain order, like oldest to you know newest. And maybe I'll do like like if I was doing the Runner X, I might do Tough Love Tuesday, then Friday, Tough Love Tuesday, then Friday, yeah. instead of all the Tough Love Tuesdays or something like that. And then I'll go clean the house, or I'll you know be outside with my dogs, or walking around the backyard, and I can just I just enjoy it so much. It's it's crazy, but um, it's, I, I need to promote it more because there's so much to the, the, the mental side of running that we forget about. And what you said about, like, you'll listen to the tough of Tuesdays. I will listen to sales podcasts. I will listen to blogging podcasts. I'll listen to a marketing podcast, coaching podcast. Uh, and all of a sudden I'll be like, I could totally relate that to running. I could totally relate that to learning about this because as humans, we have the same problems over and over and over again. Motivation. I'm not motivated to do my blog. I'm not motivated to do my drills. I don't think I'm good enough to do my, to write. Nobody will listen to me. Nobody cares about me. It's always the same thing. And it's yeah. like, you could totally bring it back to almost anything you talk about. It's fascinating. Yeah. And that's honestly one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the show is, uh, you know, this, this podcast is, is geared for bloggers. It's, it's about blogging. It's all about like, I, I guess you could say the mental side of blogging. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, just, that's why I thought having you on would be would be so fascinating because not only do you guys like have the podcast, you have the blog, you have the membership, but you also have the social media community and all of it just works together. Like there's no individual piece of it that it's like, oh, this is just a standalone thing. You have all of it. And and so what would you say to the person who's like, well, wait, how do I do all of it? What, what would you say to them? Two things that I think people don't think about. One is batching. Um, when we sit down to do our, like I said, our podcasts are only about 10 minutes long. We will talk though for over an hour. So I will batch four or five podcasts in that hour with her. 
And then I will do my four or five to go inside with them. So I have a month's worth of content. Okay, get it done in one weekend. That's that's part of it. Now, people might say, oh, but it's not fresh. No, but if the topic, you really do need to redo things over and over again, right? People need to hear something seven, eight, 10 times before that connects. And so we're constantly repeating ourselves anyway. So it just makes it easier to repeat yourself without having to record a different, come up with a different topic every week. So we batch content. I all say multi-purpose content. So that, uh, those posts that I primarily do the Friday one gets put on to our Facebook and our Instagram. Um, she goes live every Wednesday that on Instagram. So it gets put on Facebook and YouTube. I'm constantly repurposing. Um, and then recently, because she had so much, she had been posting since what, 2012 um, to build up her audience, which is now over 200,000. Um, so what I've done is I go back and at least in the mornings, I repurpose content from like 2010, 2012, things that got like two or three likes, but she was talking about the same movement, the same concept. It's just um, Valerie, you know, 10 years ago, right? So we post it. I just repurpose it. And again, I use um, people will say, oh, it's not good for the algorithm to put things into, say, like a meat egger or a later or a hot suite. That's a fallacy. OK, you can still build your your following. It's about consistency. So at least if you're being consistent, you're getting it out content every single week, every single day, whatever you're doing that your audience can expect, then you can put off those one off things, those evening posts or those special uh, stories and things. So what it was able to do was free Valerie up to do the stories and her thoughts that she gets in the middle of the day. So I, she still posts, but she knows that every morning there's going to be a post out. And my audience knows that there's always going to be a podcast going on on Tuesdays and Fridays. So the consistency is there. Well, and one of the things that's really cool is, you know, with running, your niche is very, I guess you'd call it evergreen. So those posts yeah. <laughs> from 2010 that are still relevant today, you could always strip the audio and put it out as like a best of podcast. Right. That's So that's something that I've been looking at. So we now have, we've been going live. We decided to go live every week at the same time. We started with Facebook and then we moved over to Instagram, mostly because she has a bigger following there. And because um, the uh, algorithms were kind of tweaking things. So I have probably a hundred episodes where she has gone live on a topic those can now be stripped out and become podcasts those can now become small form videos that can now be put on all the platforms and i haven't gone back and done the transcriptions so that i can pull them out make them but we have a plethora of content you know over and over and over again of different things like i could probably do a whole uh, uh carousel on quotes about caden right <laughs> And find 10 different times and ways that she talked about cadence, right? Um, and, and get that put out there. It, and there, that's when, um, that's that's the time-consuming part. But if you just set aside, like, I'm going to block, I try to block, like, Saturday, either a Saturday or a Sunday every week, three or four hours that I'm just going to focus on my content for Runner X, and I get it done. And then it's done. Then I'm ready. Now, if you repurpose any of that as a blog post, do you just take the transcript and, and post that as is? Or do you like actually turn it into, you know, something with a beginning, middle and an end? <laughs> oh, I, I 
Oh, so this is where can I, can I share uh, my secret weapon? You know, yes, please. To... Okay, so my secret weapon is you. So <laughs> what I'll do is uh, we will have a lot of these, and I will look them over, and then I will send them to you usually, and say, okay, this was the topic. These are kind of the what I think are the correct SEO. Help me out here, and then you um, are the copywriter to my. So you help me uh, actually create that, but. You can't, like, just listen to us now. I'm all over the place, right? You can't, you got to focus the conversation. And I'll tell you, I love Valerie to pieces, but why we make such a good team is that I have to bring her in. I have to bring her back. So a lot of times we'll cut out different parts. You know, I would have to cut out different parts of it, or I'll give it to you and you'll cut out different parts of it so that it becomes an actual cohesive, readable blog post. And what's been really wonderful with, we started with blogs, we've gone to podcasts, I want to write more blogs. But now that you've been able to hear us speak, now if I, I know that I could go in and say, hey, here's a couple of podcasts about Cadence. Can you write a blog post on Cadence? And you totally understand the language now where nobody would, uh, we were we were working on what's the correct words to say, because that's really important in, in how we speak for the technique. And this goes back to coaching. So what you think becomes your feeling, which creates an action, which creates your result. So if I'm thinking something like running is hard, it's going to make me tensed up. It's going to make me focus on my action of running instead of just letting go and letting gravity take me. And then my result will be running is hard, right? So we're very, very cautious about how we describe things. So we don't use words like lean because that's going to make you lean. We use things like, fall forward from the center of your mass, which is at your hips, right? So we're very cautious about how we speak. And I need to teach people how to talk that way. You've been able to listen to our podcast and now help us create hopefully blogs in the future on a topic without me even having to do anything. Because you'll just be like, oh, I know what she means. I can't say lean because she doesn't like the word lean. <laughs> well, and the best part is you'll know it's in your tone of voice because I actually heard you say it. Bingo, bingo. That's that's another uh little hint though if you're uh, if you're if you think you have a voice and you want to be able to put it out there as a podcast or a blog repurposing that like like you said transcribing it and then rewriting it letting it be your thoughts because and don't be afraid that your audience is going to be like well they heard it as the blog or they read it as the blog and now they're hearing it as a podcast people need different modalities they need to see it they need to read it read it they need to hear it they need to check something else, but it will all, it's those multiple times that they'll learn. Well, and not only that, it's also that they need it on multiple platforms because I'll say something on Twitter and completely forget I put it there. And then, you know, I'll say it again on Instagram and someone on Instagram will be like, oh my God, that's the most brilliant thing ever. It's like, yeah, but I said this on Twitter like a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the thing. You have different audiences. Like we're not on Twitter. That's not where our audience is. We don't like we don't even have nearly as big of a following on Facebook because our audience just happens to be on Instagram. Um, we're building YouTube and I want to work on that as well. But YouTube is predominantly video, but it's a different type of video. So there's just so much to it that that we could work on and grow. It's so easy, but don't get bogged down to I have to create five different types of content. It's one type of content that can then be repurposed. And you can batch. Don't be afraid to batch. Yes. And and in the show notes, we'll definitely make sure we leave some uh, awesome resources on how to batch, 
how to schedule in advance, how to record things and, and how to repurpose all the things. Well, um, so what would you do differently knowing what you know now as a podcaster, as a blogger, as a social media expert? Um, the biggest thing that we haven't done that I wish I'd started sooner and I, I need to start is actually videotaping us while we talk, sitting in a, uh, we do a lot of Zooms, but a lot of times we're just sitting down, right? We're sitting in, in a gym. <laughs> so if we had set it up right, with a little bit of lighting and a couple of microphones, um, you can then have the video aspect of the, of the which helps with the um, YouTube. So you'd have yes. the same podcast that's now on YouTube. And it's hysterical because Valerie talks with her hands and she has to, I do too, but I'll be talking about something and I don't even know if you noticed this when you helped me with the show notes that you do for our podcast. Um, do you hear her get up half the time she stands up and she'll start moving. She'll start like talking through the concept of unwaiting, for example. Um, and so I've laughed so many times that if this, this should be a video blog, you know, a video podcast, because then she could actually be talking while I'm talking to her and while I'm asking her questions. We've also talked about in that same token, because I'm um, I'm a little bit older, I'm about five years older than she is. I'm not as athletic as she is, right? And I have a little weight on my frame as opposed to her. So she will do something and ha and she'll show me how to modify it. So we want to start doing more of these podcasts with video to be able to say, okay, if you can't do it, do a squat that way or do this drill that way, this is how you would modify. This is how you would, this is how Valerie does it, but this is how, how Caroline does it with her frame and with her setup. So it, it's, that's the biggest piece that I feel like we're missing is now combining that audio and video together mm -hmm. and then repurposing it from there. It's interesting you say that because we're recording this in April and I, I just was at uh, podcast movement um, last month. Uh, it was virtual, but I was, I was there. I was there. And uh, it is interesting. They in podcast movement evolutions, they just kept talking about how video podcasting is the way of the future. And they weren't trying to say that, you know, podcasting is dead or blogging is dead. What they were trying to really focus on is the idea of repurposing and how if you have the video content that can turn into like 12 different pieces of content that can be, you know, your little clip that you share on Instagram. It can be the little clip that you share on TikTok even. Um, and, and then what's cool is, you know, you were talking about how people don't see that that coach Valerie is, is standing up but not only could you see her get up you could then do a cutaway clip where you're showing the exact technique that she's talking about because she's got you know 30 drills on on her right. <laughs> on her YouTube videos and so those those little drills could be like clips that you add in and the next thing you know you've got this like maybe you know 20 to 30 minute maybe even a 90 minute video and in fact that could be repurposed as something you're selling right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly where you put it all together. So it's the the biggest thing is people think it has to be fresh and new all the time. It's it doesn't. It really doesn't. Because you're solving a problem and whatever that is, whether it's I need to learn how to knit or uh I need to learn um how to basket weave, right? Or maybe I need to learn how to can can. I'm a canner. I'm or I'm how to blog. To or how to blog, right? So you have a certain uh, standard operating procedure for blogging, right? You have those certain techniques that you need to show over and over again, and you're going to show it. So, so why do I have to find 17 different ways? Even if you do find 17 different ways to get me started in blogging, I didn't, if I'm just started listening to you on 
the 16th way, I missed the 15 others. So repurpose that for me. I can, every day we get people asking us, what shoe should I buy? So we've recorded one or two episodes where I will just send them back to that episode. Now, will we record it again? Yeah, probably because Nike will come up with another shoe and it'll be the rage and we'll have to talk about it. And that's okay. That's awesome. I love that. I mean, I think that I think what we've covered here today it just really speaks to how even though, you know, blogging is one of the things that that is being pushed for like SEO purposes and everything. It's not the only way to build a following. It's, it's not the only way to, to build a community. And I think that um, that repurposing in so many different ways just really brings in like all the different types of people that might be interested in what you have to say. Can I say one last thing that I really I, I've talked to a lot of friends who are like, oh, I wish I could start a business or I wish I could start a blog, but I don't know what I should start. And I have so many people, I have family and friends. I'll give you two of them as examples that just flabbergast me. One is a lawyer. She's a trademark lawyer, right? Oh, I could. I, I, what would I do? Talk about trademark law. Like, how do I search for trademark law? Are there? She goes, oh, I wouldn't pay for that. They're free sites. That is your blog. What are those free sites? that I would use to search trademark law. I'm so glad you brought that up because um, are you familiar with Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my favorite story about him is how he got in the world of blogging by giving away free content. And then he took all of his blog posts and repurposed them into an ebook and made like seven grand in a month. Right, exactly. I have another friend that is a Disney aficionado, like, she does all the timeshare. She knows everything about it. And every year she goes to Disney and she has these fantastic vacations. And I'm like, how do you do that? She goes, oh, well, you know, I know this place and this place. And you, oh, you don't go there. You go here and you go during this time of the year. I'm like, that's your blog right there. Because I don't want, realize that you have gone through the work of whatever your, your job is, whatever your passion is, whatever your hobby is. You've gone through all the work of, all the learning. What I'm looking for is the cliff notes. I don't want to spend 10 years learning how to blog. I want to go to you and have you tell me the five things I need to know to get started on blogging. Absolutely. Or what are the six things I need to know about, you know, uh, planting a garden? When do I plant? You know, answer those key questions to me because you've done all the research. And you might say, oh, but what I tell people too is they say, oh, but there's so many people that do Disney. There's so many lawyers out there. Have you ever walked into the aisle of a of uh for coffee at a grocery store? Do you think that Folgers and you know that that Colombian coffee that they went in and said, "Oh, Folgers has a Colombian coffee. I can't do that." No, they say my coffee bean is even better than Folgers. I'm going to put it out there. So if there could be so many types of coffee, so many different types of beans, why can't there be so many different types of people learning how to blog or people learning about Disney, you're going to create your audience. Well, not only that, I mean, like, let's think about this for a moment. And I, and I love this story. Um, You may have the same thing that everybody else has, but you might have a different flavor to it. And think for a moment about the fact that Tiffany and company has a paperclip that they sell for $1,500. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Paperclip for $1,500. And it's like, okay, I can get paper clips at Walmart for 99 cents or I can spend $1,500. The other the other story that I've heard that I tell people is an apple pie recipe. 
you have an apple pie, Ashley, that you make and it's fantastic. And you give me that recipe. And when I make it, it just because of who I am, what's in my kitchen, what I like, it's going to be different. I don't care how closely I follow your recipe because I made it. It immediately is different. We could put them side by side and I doubt people, people wouldn't say they're the same pie. If they're going to be different, I, I just, because we're different. So you have to understand that just because you take somebody else's recipe, you're going to add your flavoring. You're going to add your, your preferences. You're going to have, maybe you use a gas oven versus an electric oven. It's going to make a difference. And now I'm hungry. <laughs> Well, I think we've covered quite a bit, but I, I have to ask you the one question that I asked before I let anybody leave. What's one thing I didn't ask you wish I had? Um, basically, I would ask what I would what I what I tend to do is what is the mental block? Why did I go into co- why did I choose life coaching and why did I keep it with running? And as I said before you don't realize that it doesn't matter if I'm starting a business, if I want a promotion, I'm starting a blog. If I'm starting running, we all have the same thoughts and it usually comes back to, I'm not enough, but it's, I don't have time. I'm not motivated. How do I get motivated? How do I get started? They're ahead of me. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Realize that those are the same thoughts for everybody. And if you're thinking that about blogging, right, you're probably doing that same thing about losing weight. You're probably doing that same thing about getting a raise at at work or leaving your job and starting something new. You are doing the same patterns over and over and over again. And as soon as you can break the pattern in one area, you can break the pattern in others. And that's that's why I coach and that's why I focused on running. Yeah. And this is actually something that is going to be coming up in a Tough Love Tuesday eventually, where you say (laughs) what you do in one thing is what you do in everything. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, totally. and I, wish I, credit. I wish I could take credit for that quote. I, it's from many a life coach school person, but it's so true. Um, we'll have runners come in that are injured and they're very frustrated and they'll be like, this isn't working. And I'll sit down and talk to them and say, um, well, tell me about like your job. Tell me about like your relationship with your husband. And you'll find out that they're frustrated about they can't control their husband or they can't control their kid or they can't control their boss. And you realize, okay, so because you can't control those other things, you're trying to control your movement. And that's what got you injured to begin with. So you really have to see your patterns that happen within your within your life. And yeah. don't let those patterns stop you from sharing your gift with the world. And so when it comes, you know, if I could tell people anything, start blogging. Trust me, you're not going to, nobody's going to be like, oh my God, a hundred people. No, most likely you're going to get two and then you'll get four and then you'll get six and then you'll go, oh, cool. I got six people. I want to write for those six people. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Marie Forleo says, the world needs that special gift that only you have. So you've got to share it. Just share it because you never know who you're going to reach, who's going to hear what you have to say. And I-, I feel like everybody should be blogging. Everybody should be putting some sort of content online, especially if they're trying to build any kind of an audience. So 100%. I just- I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. I think everything that you shared is exactly what bloggers need to hear because how you do blogging is how you do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I guess the final question I need to ask you is uh, where can people find you online? Um, I would say look for RunnerX. So on Instagram, it's RunnerX. That's R-U-N-R-X. Our website is R-U-N-R-X dot fit, not dot com. It's dot fit. Um, 
On Facebook, it's RunnerX Fit, all is one. And of course, on YouTube, it's RunnerX. So basically, we're the prescription to run pain-free. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, bloggy friends, I hope you took away something amazing from this episode. I know I sure did. I, I have a whole bunch of notes right here that I've, I've written down from all the amazing stuff that Coach Caroline has shared with us. Well, and until next time, may your page views be high and your bounce rate be low. 